Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? I think I know why he's as good as you, Henry. Your DNA and his, identical. My orders are to kill you. You have 12 minutes to run. What the hell is all of this? Now you have 11 minutes. You had your time. It's my time now. Gemini Man, October 11th, 3 PG-13. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf. I have with me Krista. Hello. And Jake. Howdy, folks. And we're doing a little bit of an abbreviated spoiler cast for Gemini Man. Uh, we usually we kind of go into detail for like an hour on movies for a spoiler cast, but today we're gonna try to do ten minutes, uh, just because you know we you know there's not that much plot in this movie. I mean there there is some big issues here, but you know just you know try to tighten things up. The main issue is with the ending, really. <laughs> so, uh, any more things about the 3D you want to throw out there, spoiler wise? I mean. There's nothing hugely spoilery. Oh, there is the one moment when the the two the way they reveal that the guy gets killed is that they dump his body and like the one girl's body into the water and you see them fall towards you. That was cool. <laughs> and uh, Jake mentioned in the spoiler-free version that there's a really awesome 3D fight at the end. Um, so it's it's the last real big action scene in a, a store. And just everything is being destroyed here. And, you know, it, it goes to another store and it catches on fire. And there's like this basically like a Terminator, ver- you know, soldier yeah. going after him. And, you know, we eventually figure out that this is another clone. And um, this whole scene was just gorgeous. And, and like, you know, Jake said in the spoiler free version, it, it, you almost wanted to duck because the the firefights were just flying at you. There's one scene that was just like paused for a couple of seconds in slow motion kind of thing that was just amazing in 3D. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I've seen some other kind of reviews say that well, yeah, the the high frame rate looks cool, but the 3D, you know, there's only a couple of scenes where it really is you know, things flying out or depth. And it's like, no, it's not about that. It's about overall picture, how it is. Yeah. It's about like the, 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 the reaching into the screen. It's not about like, like gimmicky throwing things out of you. It's about like the world and being a part of the world. Oh, Ang Lee gave us both. So, yeah. I mean, there were great pop outs. I mean, I mean, he added it all and it, it was all seamless. None of it was gimmicky. It was. It felt like it was natural cinematography. I mean, it was. Yeah. It just flowed. I don't know if you've seen Life of Pi in three D, but Life of Pi, uh, which Angley also yeah. made, that yeah, was just in three D. So like, you know, Angley's is has always been good at three D, and he's just like like competing mm. against himself at this point. You know. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody's going to say anything about his Hulk movie anymore. <laughs> so, okay, back to the movie itself. Um, <laughs> the first yeah, Hulk. The first one, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I like that, that one. 
Hulkbusters theatrical. Uh, it's not bad. It's just not a Hulk movie. It's a weird movie. <laughs> yeah. It's just not the Hulk. It's a really dark movie that not really comic book, really. It just kind of has a comic booky end. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, let's get to this movie. So, you know, Henry here, uh, Will Smith, you know, he starts off, you know, sniping someone off a train, which was a pretty cool way to start the movie. It was just like, whoa. And he has like a friend, he's calling him, and he's like, all right, shoot him. And, you know, it has like a kid get in their way, but then, you know, shoot him anyway and get him and... But you figure out that this person, you know, was uh, connected to this person. And then it's just like a whole spy kind of thing falls in where, oh, no, Will Smith can't retire, you know. And, oh, we're going to, you know, kill him before he can retire. So let's hire someone, you know, to do that. Well, only the best version is him. But we have a younger version of him, which is Junior. Um, and Will Smith figures out right away that they're hunting him now. And uh, he's like in a dock, and he finds this. The setup is kind of convoluted. It takes like forty minutes for us to get to like the actual meat of the the junior and and Will Smith fighting. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we know everybody. We know all the places. Everything's set up. I mean, we've got all this action, and then all this setup going uh, running um, parallel. So yeah, that, that was smart. So none of it hogged stuff down. There's some, you know, friends here with the Will Smith, uh, Wong, and um, I forget the girl's name or character. Danny. Uh, and I like them both. I like them both. They're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, did anyone notice um, the the shared tattoo we see on the the what's his name Jack and and also on the Baron? Yeah. You see mm-hmm. the tattoo on all their wrists. Yeah, that's like a, that's just a kind of a cinema television trope. Uh, so you know they all serve together because usually it's you're either in a gang, a military unit, or some yeah. secret society. You know, everybody has the same tattoo. And uh, or you watch an Avengers movie. So yeah, um, you know the. Mostly the actions there, and then once they figure out that he's a clone, you know, they want to talk to him. It's like, hey, you don't have to kill us, and, you know, he doesn't know anything. And, you know, we have just so many action scenes that are just awesome. And the one scene that I remember was like a with a scene with a motorcycle where you just kept ramming him into the like other car, and it was just awesome. Yeah. Um, so eventually you figure out that it's uh, the main villain here is the one that wants to make a huge amount of clones and, you know, eventually they have to decide to kill him and then stop the program. And um, eventually they send another guy out to kill them because now the younger one is there with them. Um, And I thought the younger one joining the team was a little bit easy. No, I didn't have a problem with that. I think that kind of made sense. Uh, but what real where it really went off the rails for me was after we revealed that there's this third clone because the, it's clearly the same age as Junior, but like the implication being that it w- might have been made later because Junior has emotions and this other one doesn't feel pain and doesn't have any sort of emotions. Uh, which, he was a little younger. Yeah, he looked like he was 
he looked like he was only 18. Yeah. Now, about the CG here, I thought the CG was, was pretty damn great. Um, I, I didn't have any problems with the younger versions of Will Smith. Yeah. yeah. Ang Lee didn't use the de-aging technology. No, he, he used he motion took, capture. And he also took, like, studied shots of earlier uh, Will Smith pieces. Like, he took stuff from Fresh Prince and Men in Black and that kind of thing to try and, like, create this Frankenstein monster. But, like, he sewed it together well, so no one noticed. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he decided to get rid of... Um, because I don't know if you remember in Fresh Prince, Will Smith had that fugly little mustache thing going on. <laughs> so, um, basically, we wrap up the story where they kill the second clone, they kill the main guy, and then it all ties up in the cute little package where clone goes to school, or junior goes to school, gets an identity, and, you know, everything's happy-dory, and it just seemed a little bit cheap. Um, yeah, the the reason I'm so confused and frustrated by the ending is because if we actually had a government conspiracy in which we were cloning soldiers, number one, we would not have just cloned one soldier. We would be there would be more than just these two clones. You know, there would be, and it would be more than just one he guy. Kind of, in, he kind of implied it, but. I wanted more than that, more confirmation other than impl- because the speech, uh, he kind of implied that they made a lot of clones. Yeah, that's what I was very confused about because this guy, he kind of implied that there was a lot of clones, but then we're talking in the ending with this other, like, Will Smith's handler or whatever, and he's like, there's no more clones, we confirmed it. And I'm like, I feel like that's not true. It's, you're, you are right. It's probably not true. Because I just thought the way he delivered that answer it was like, yeah, that's why would anybody believe you? Yeah. And, and so the reason I'm kind of frustrated by the ending is because, you know, if we had a government conspiracy, it wouldn't be solved by killing one dude. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, it's all just kind of cute. Like, you know, did you go to college? I mean, college is not easy, so you can't just go there if you never had any kind of schooling yeah. before. And also, like, he's been through so much trauma, like in the like just over the course of this movie. Let alone his upbringing, which he Im- Im- implied has an abusive father. So, you know, he's still got a lot of emotional crap going on to deal with that isn't just made better by his father being killed. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, the moment where Will Smith, like, it was a good moment where he's like, you don't want those ghosts, you you know, he talks him down from from killing the guy, but then he takes the gun and kills the guy himself. Like, that was a good moment, but also, like, it doesn't matter if you're the one holding the gun or not, you still just saw your dad get shot. Yeah, like it's still a traumatic experience, no matter who's holding the gun. That's true, but then he's not the one who shot the guy proposing to bring back slavery. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the minute he gave that speech, I'm like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. So to shoot him for that. I mean, I'd shoot somebody sitting there going proposing to bring back slavery. Yeah. <laughs> Let him finish the speech. <laughs> So just to recap, um, just in case you didn't listen to the spoiler-free version, we all love the 3D here. We thought it was great, and uh, 
Jake would actually go far enough to go editor's choice. Now, Krista, you originally gave it an eight, but now you're changing it to a nine, right? Eight. Yeah, eight's a good number. <laughs> All right. I gave it a seven, and Jake, you gave it a eight as well, right? Eight. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess that's it for us for this abbreviated spoiler cast. Thank you for listening. All right. Before this podcast ends, I want to give a thank you to my patrons. Right now, we have a one patron, which is David from Spain, and I want to thank you for your financial support. All right. So that's going to be it for this podcast. We now have a Patreon, and the link is in the description. Uh, thanks for watching. And we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They don't put it everywhere. Just look for us, 3D or 2D. And of course, review us on iTunes. And if you want to write us a letter, um, our email address is email3dor2d at gmail.com. So that's going to be it. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.